This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Happy hump day, everybody! Hump, hump. It's the Colleen and Bradley show on my talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Uh, and uh, it is hump day. It is Wednesday. We are getting over the hump, and unfortunately, we need to talk about the thing I don't want to talk about. Oh, that's always fun when we get to start off talking about things we don't want to talk about. I love it. What are we not talking, or what do we not want to talk about, but we are anyway? I don't want to talk about Kanye West. Oh, yeah, I I really don't. There's a lot of uncomfortable things happening. There's a lot of conversations that I'm not comfortable with happening about Kanye West. There's a lot of things. But the latest, of course, So what are we not talking about? Let's talk about it. Here's what we're not going to talk about. Thank you for asking. Uh, The latest thing that we've learned is that there are videos uh, that made their way to the cutting room floor with the interview that Kanye West did uh, on a particular news network with a particular interviewer the other day. Okay. And a lot of the things that now these clips have emerged. Yeah. And uh, they paint a different picture than what maybe was presented okay. in that interview. Um, and what is frustrating about that is a lot of things. <laughs> but one of the frustrating things is... Put it mildly. Yeah. These clips have the potential and power to contextualize that conversation in a way... And I think what ended up happening is that parts of the conversation that benefited a certain perspective were added into the final broadcast and not some clips that might contextualize Kanye West where he is right now. I think we can be a little more specific. Or do you not want to? No, I, you, 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 uh, Kalini's that. <laughs> well, be, just because I think there's probably, you know, the only reason I say this is because I think there's probably listeners out there who are like, I don't know what you mean by this. Yeah. And, and what I will say is a lot of this is political, right? Mm-hmm. A lot of this is conversations that we don't normally have on the show. So it's like, you don't want to wait. And it's Tucker Carlson he had the interview with. And that's mm-hmm. like a show we're not probably, that's not part of our pop culture entertainment beat usually. So it's awkward because he talks about some political stuff and then there's like some, you know, um, COVID conversation, but like the the part that you're getting to, I think, is that there are some really bizarre conversations that were left out of this conversation, Mm -hmm. which gives them the opportunity to sort of tell a a tale that suits their own needs, as Mm -hmm. you've said, but not 
maybe give everyone the full context. And the full context will just leave you with more questions. Like Kanye has a conspiracy theory about his kids um, and there being like actors around his kids. Yeah, he he had, and actually this video, at least uh, the Vice article uh, that I sourced, yeah, did not actually have this part of the conversation, but it has been reported that there was a conversation that took place in that interview that did not make it to the actual broadcast, which was a two-part broadcast because it was a very long interview. Oh, it's in your Vice article. Is it? Yeah. It, well, the words are. I'm saying the video isn't. Oh, got it. Okay. Right. So, um, so there's a, a telling of. So I didn't. What I'm saying is, I did not with my own eyeballs and got my it. own ear holes. You're just reading the report. Watch that. I'm reading the report of the report. Got it. The rest of these things I've watched. The rest of the videos that were released, I've watched all the way through. But the one that is missing, but there's a telling of the story. Um, is a is a part of the conversation where Kanye West explains that he um, that there were uh, like stunt children or actors, professional actors play. This is I'll read his words rather than trying to paraphrase. I mean, like actors, professional actors placed into my house to sexualize my kids. Um, He referred to the, quote, so-called son of an associate, which implied that the child was fake. He said, we, we didn't even believe that this person was her son because he was way smarter than her, right? So he's he's got this kind of theory that presents as very hyper-paranoid, that, that there were... Yeah, it seems like a conspiracy theory. Right. Um, and that tells a different story. I mean, that contextualizes gives, yes, absolutely. the conversation in a different way than what was represented. Because I think if you, I think perhaps the point you're making is if you watch the entire thing, you're going to ask yourself why they thought it was a good idea to have this conversation on the air with Kanye West. Right. One of the other places where this is actually illustrated is a conversation, a part of the conversation that dealt with the death of Virgil Abloh. One of his uh, associates, one mm-hmm. of his closest friends, um, closest associates. Virgil Abloh died of cancer at the age of uh, like 40 40 one, yeah. I think. But Kanye West goes on a seven minute explanation uh-huh. of how Virgil Abloh was actually killed mm-hmm. and not. That he died from cancer. I think the implication I got was that he's saying the company, like, because there were other people who died at the same time of cancer. So I think maybe the conspiracy theory would be that uh, they had something to do with that. Yeah, it's it's hard to follow, which also tells you about the state of mind of Kanye in this conversation. Yeah. And I just think, you know, here is someone because, again, we're not experts. We're not medical professionals. I don't know what's what this behavior is attributed to. But what I do know is that doesn't sound like rational, sane behavior. And so I think if you are reading that, you can then say or if you're seeing it, like if you'd seen it in the interview, if it were part of the interview, the audience would be able to go, okay, I maybe am not going to take the other things he said with the same veracity that I'm taking uh, or that I am if I see it in its entirety. Right. Meaning, you know, it's a little shame on shame on them for sort of editing the interview, or at least it appears that they've edited the interview to leave out some things that I think most people would shake their head at and go, that doesn't sound plausible or rational. And why should we be 
witnessing that. Because the other thing we know, as those of us in the world of pop culture, is that this is not the first time Kanye has engaged in this behavior. And you can question his motives, apply it to some sort of medical diagnosis. That's really not for us to do. You can. You can make your own judgments. But at the end of the day, like, would you, like, are you buying what he's saying? Because mm-hmm. I think that's the important thing. And that's why this is so dangerous. Remember, we talked about this yesterday, how the danger is not in him, although there may be a personal danger for the people around him. And so I hope that everybody's doing what they need to do to be safe. Right. Mm-hmm. But the greater danger is for everybody listening, because there are people who listen to this, don't get the context. Right. Take things at face value, mm-hmm. react and that's what's dangerous. And we, we know that. That's not speculation. That's the world we live in. Correct. Correct. And that's, I think, the, the approach that I was taking when I, when I first saw these videos. Mm-hmm. I saw this sort of laid out. My response to that was, oh, no, this feels very irresponsible and not careful with what is, I think, a pretty... Um, scary situation yeah probably for the people in Kanye West's circle certainly I mean I think about Kim I think about um she has children with him she no doubt is seeing a whole different I mean there's things happening behind closed doors that we don't see um right because the Kardashians share with us only what they want to share with us yeah um and they shape our our opinions or our our view of who they are publicly yeah so there's no doubt they co-parent together and there's no doubt that there are things happening behind the scenes that we're not seeing that might be very scary for her. Mm-hmm. And we actually saw things uh, just out in the open that were probably very scary well, I mean, for her. Chloe spoke out about this last week. Right. And yesterday we had this conversation about how he uh, he publicly named the location where his children go to school, yeah. which then forced Kim to or, you know, she rightly uh, because she has the means and ability to do so, beefed up the security around her children outside of the school. There's clearly a concern about the safety of those children, and that's got to be weighing very heavily on Kim. And I find it to be irresponsible to be using Kanye in this way Yeah, and not having yeah, respect like, for what is actually happening. Like if, okay, let's just do a thought experiment quickly mm-hmm. that, if somebody came to us and said, hey, this is not going to happen ever, uh, Kanye would like to come on your show and talk about a range of topics, the ones that have been in headlines. Mm-hmm. I think you and I both mm-hmm. would be like, oh, that would have been a great opportunity, but I just am going to pass on that because mm-hmm. I'm not sure what that what that's going to do. You right. can draw an audience with that kind of a, an interview, and I believe that's probably why he was on the air. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could even edit it to suit your own agenda. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like, for us, that would just be like, let's focus on the pop culture stuff. Let's get ask questions about his music or mm-hmm. whatever it is. But at the end of the day, in good conscience, I don't know that you could, or at least I wouldn't feel comfortable. No, it feels exploitive. Um, or at the very least, yes, exploitive at the... Uh, on the one hand, and on the other hand, also, like... Uh, irresponsible? Well, uh, irresponsible for the audience. Like, I don't... If this person right. doesn't know what they're saying, or even worse, if they do, the result is going to be that, you know, they're going to have a f- free mic to say some really irrational things mm-hmm. that could be harmful. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so I think we would 
probably pass on that. And that's why, like, you know, because, again, like, we've been in these situations where, like, we get presented with opportunities and sometimes you're like, yeah, you know. I mean, maybe that would be good, but like, what's it going to add to the conversation? Right. And we just decide not to do it. Right. Listen, I hope that we don't have to talk about this again. <laughs> and I also know we're going to have to talk about this again, but that's, that's it for you, now. <laughs> but do you feel like, I, I don't know. I feel like you have to, right? Because otherwise there are people out there who are right. not challenging what's going on, which is, I know that's not always an excuse, but it feels important that you brought it up. It feels important. It also feels really delicate because I think it's a, there's a fine line you walk. Again, you said, Bradley, we're not medical experts. I am not, uh, I do not have any degree in uh, psychology, psychiatry, any of the psi, anything. Thing. Yeah, I mean, I Gangnam Style is the only side that I have a degree in. <laughs> but like, you have I a don't. Degree in <laughs> no, but I mean, who doesn't, right? We all can. Yeah, we can. Yes. Uh, anyway, but but I don't. I don't want to diagnose him. I don't. Yeah. I know that there have been diagnoses that he has talked publicly about in other formats. I'm not even. I just am not comfortable with that piece of it. Because I don't want to do any damage and further stigmatize something. However, I think it's important to look at what we're looking at and say something about this isn't. Yeah, because the danger is everybody looks the other way. Right. Because it's uncomfortable. And I don't want to be responsible for passing for, I don't know, I don't encouraging it or like lifting it up. Yeah. Anyway, I think you're being absolutely clear and I bet the audience understands as well. It's a it's a matter of like you have to acknowledge it. But at the same time, you don't want to make it worse. And I think I think you did a perfectly good job. Thank you. You're welcome. I mean, not that I'm qualified, but. You know, you know. We're, We've been we're doing as qualified as we are, and that's what you need to know. <laughs> exactly. uh, I will tell you one thing we are definitely qualified to do. What? Give all the dirt straight oh, from Hollywood. Obviously. Actually, Holly Roberts has a doctorate in that, and she's going to uh, do that because that's what she does. Okay. Give us a dirt alert Sounds after this. Smart. I know. On My Talk 1071. <laughs> hey, My Talkers. Bradley here for my friend Jennifer and the whole Snyder team with EXP Realty. I want to read some uh, a testimonial for you from Katie. So apparently Katie called Jennifer and her team who helped their mom and dad prepare for home and sale and negotiated the sale so that they could move into an assisted living home to make it more comfortable for dad whose health sadly was rapidly declining. Jennifer's care and wisdom throughout the entire process was very much appreciated by Katie and her family and she can't say enough good things about Jennifer and her team and highly recommends them. In part, that's because Jennifer has uh, actually become certified as a senior advisor in real estate. She understands how to navigate families through this very difficult time. You don't have to take my word for it. Take the words of Katie and others who've been helped by Jennifer and the Snyder team. To start the process today, head to the SnyderTeam.com. Tell them Bradley sent you. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Holly Roberts is here with all the dirt straight from Hollywood. It's a dirt alert. What's up, Halls? Hi. 
Hey, turn on that microphone. I know. It's like I've been doing this for a while or something. You know, it's Wednesday. Yeah, I know. That we're doesn't on, mean anything. But. Well, we're on the hump of the hump. We're straddling the week. Mm. And let's talk about some celebrity baby news. Okay. Babies. Who's got a baby? Who's got a baby? Kaylee Cuoco has a baby. Yeah. Oh. She's Yes. Uh, celebrity babies. Kaylee Cuoco announced yesterday that she is expecting her first child with Tom Pelfrey from Ozark. Good for Yay! her. You know, she had a rough go of relationship town for a while, so yeah. I'm happy to see that she's settled in and starting a family. Yeah. Because that appeared to be what she wanted to do. Yeah, because Kaylee Cuoco, first she was with the equestrian guy. That didn't really work out. Then she was with the tennis guy. That, that didn't really, really didn't work, work out. out. Henry Cavill. Yeah, yeah, well, that, Bradley, still I'm holding still that? Still I'm, I'm getting to the point now where I'm happy because like she's she's happy now. Mm-hmm. Because she's moved on and she's not yes. going back. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's like, he doesn't feel the threat any longer. Also, we've heard some things about Henry Cavill. I'm just going to say. I know. I mean, I know. I'm hoping they're not true. And the he's, thing he's busy. Well, the things that we've learned about Henry Cavill, maybe allegedly, supposedly, is he likes uh, his ladies to be on the young side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Well, Henry Cavill is probably filming The Witcher season three. Kaylee Cuoco uh, met Tom Pelfrey uh, at the premiere of Ozark earlier this year. So it's just, you okay, know, that's when, kind of was cute. she in Ozark? No. no. She was just, you know, doing the Hollywood thing, attending premieres, hobnobbing with the rich and famous, getting her well, photograph I mean, for, like, taken. I mean, the hottest show. Yeah. 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 So good for her. That's great. I'm glad well, that she, she was, went. She was once on a hottest show, right? The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I've never seen one. I know we missed of. we totally missed that. Like that thing was like uh I think I don't know, lightning in a bottle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For over a decade. Yeah. And we didn't get a part of that look sometimes yeah thank you i was doing a sting song in my Uh mind (laughs) look sometimes you your life doesn't sync with popular culture in ways that allow you to participate in the zeitgeist (laughs) now the big bang theory debuted in 2007 so whatever you guys were doing in 2007 Maybe you were a little busy at that time. Mm. You know, that's interesting. I was Mm -hmm. not watching broadcast TV. That's why I was very much watching like Netflix and or what. Yeah. Netflix would have been around by then. I was in my like I was in my like like raising a toddler, having more babies years. So, yeah, exactly. I was I had Mad Men and that's about all I could take. Very busy schedules. Yeah. So CBS sitcoms were not part of the agenda. Uh huh. Well, Kaylee Cuoco also uh, she did a little gender reveal on her Instagram hmm. by slicing into some cake and then it had pink frosting. So they're expecting a baby girl. Okay. Thank you for not like exploding something I, or I dying of s- waterfall. Like yeah. those people in Brazil. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I still just think people got a lot of time on their hands, but I watched, I came across a TikTok at some point and they were doing a gender reveal with cupcakes. Have you ever seen this? Uh, where like one of the cupcakes will have a, like uh, a uh, either pink or blue center. Mm hmm. And so, it, like, they're all in a circle, and each one takes a bite of the cupcake, and they're all like, ooh, are you going to have the cupcake? And oh, then they don't. cute. That's kind of cute. Yeah. But also... Also weird, because yeah. then you have to, like... I don't know. I don't... I'm... You know, listen, I... Did you ever do that? No. Uh-uh. No. Uh, and <laughs> I, and like, I said no. that, like, super judgy. <laughs> it just was like, I just, like, that wasn't a priority for me in terms of, like where I was going to put the limited energy I had. Yeah. It was like I was going to put that toward, you know, getting my house ready for a child or getting yeah. a room ready for a child. I also or... feel like maybe that wasn't the height of that trend mm-hmm. when you were 
having kids? Yeah, I mean, people did it. Oh, but did they? Yeah, some people. They weren't super common. Now it feels like that's like a thing you do. Yeah. Like that's a whole industry in, unto itself. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, congratulations, yes. Kaylee. Good job, Kaylee. Way to go. Everyone seems happy. Just keep happy. gestating. Yeah, just keep... <laughs> Gestate that, that baby. Put that on a t-shirt. <laughs> hey, you know what? We didn't really get a chance to talk about the passing of Angela Lansbury oh. yesterday at the age of oh. 96. Uh, and there are lots of stories coming out about Angela Lansbury. And I want to share this one with you guys. Is that Angela Lansbury, back in the 1960s, saved her daughter from Charles Manson's cult. Okay, what? I saw this headline and I didn't get into the, the, the story, but I'm glad you're bringing it. How did she do that? Well, apparently, Angela Lansbury, her daughter was getting into some mm, questionable scenes in Los Angeles in the 1960s. Her child became involved with drugs as a young teen and started hanging around Charles Manson and his crew. In the 1960s, uh, according to reports, Lans- Lansbury wrote about this. She said it started. Uh, there are factions up in the hills above Malibu that were dedicated to deadly pursuits. So in her name, and she says mm. it pains me to say at one stage, Deidre, her daughter, was in a crowd led by Charles Manson. Mm. She was one of many youngsters who knew him and they were fascinated. He was an extraordinary character, charismatic in many ways, no question about it. But then after Angela Lansbury discovered that her daughter was hanging out with Charlie Manson, she told her husband that they had to leave Los Angeles for good mm. and that staying was not an option. So wow. They, so That's they, so fascinating. They picked up and went to Ireland. She said it was the birthplace of my mom and that her children wouldn't be exposed to any more bad influences. Wow. By moving across the ocean. Well, I mean, thank that God is... she had a sense about that no because kidding. that wouldn't Woo. have ended well. Yeah, I mean, that... it didn't. We could have had many. a whole different yeah. story. Yeah. Well, there's a, one of many anecdotes about legendary Dame Angela Lansbury. That is really, wow. Thank you, Holly, for bringing that to the yeah. table. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, Holly Roberts is going to bring us some pop culture mysteries to solve in the form of blind items. Uh, she'll deliver them. We'll try to solve them after this on My Talk 1071. Yes, me. Pop culture mysteries. We solve them. We are mystery solvers here on the Colleen and Bradley show. My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer. Who's around? We'll see when he arrives back. And uh, Holly's going to give us these mysteries to solve in the form of blind items in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Blinded by the Item. Let's just put it this way. When you gotta go, you gotta go. You gotta go. You gotta go. Mm -hmm. But in the meantime, we've got some celebrity gossip mysteries to deliver like this first one. The, this foreign-born permanent A-list model spends hundreds of thousands of dollars a year on all kinds of healing and snake oil products mm. that would probably cost a thousand bucks wholesale. Giselle. Boonchen. Yeah. Mm. Uh-huh. So mm-hmm. Giselle Boonchen, who was spotted, photographed outside of her, what did they call it, a spiritual healer's yeah. office? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Well, what NT Lawyer is saying is... Giselle spends hundreds of thousands of dollars on these services, but probably you could buy it wholesale for like a thousand dollars. Yeah, she's, you know. Yeah. It's a thing. It's a thing. She does that. I mean, hey, make that money. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that is what some folks would call job creation. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh Mm Uh-huh. That's nice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Oh, 
stimulate this. Okay. Okay. Here's another celebrity gossip mystery. The former A-plus list mostly movie actress who's an Oscar winner slash nominee likes you to think she won't uh, take a franchise again. Then why is she in negotiations to do just that? Jennifer Lawrence. Oh. What's the franchise, though? I don't know. Uh, don't know the franchise that Jennifer Lawrence is allegedly in negotiations to participate in. But Jennifer Lawrence would like you to think she won't take a franchise again, being she, the star of the Hunger Games, X-Men, big franchises. Mm-hmm. And maybe she's going to sign on to do something else. Mm-hmm. You know, do you think, have they ever done an Amelia Bedelia <laughs> Franchise. Oh, She'd be a great Amelia Bedelia. Is not Amelia Bedelia a child? No. No. Oh. Amelia Bedelia is that is the you know she the wears, hilarious maid. She wears pantaloons. Oh. And okay. she confuses everything. Um, you know, like for example, when she was told to dust the living room, <laughs> yeah. she got powder out to put it all over the living room so that it was dusty because she was told to dust. The living room. Oh, yeah. I, mm-hmm. I see. I mean, sh- th- that's, you know. Yeah. That's That makes sense. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you really think that's a thing for her? Uh, I think she would be a great Amelia Bedelia. All right. Do I think that's what they're doing? Probably no. Not. Probably I mean, not. why doesn't she star in the Berenstein Bears cinematic universe? Why hasn't why that Why haven't they done yet? that yet? Mm-hmm. Is it the Berenstein or the Berenstein? Berenstein. It's yes. pr- it's spelled stain, but I always said Berenstein. Yeah, mm-hmm. because isn't that like a whole uh, Mandela, Mandela effect? Yeah, thing? it is. Correct. It fully is. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. We've really achieved a lot here, guys. Congratulations. Oh, you guys. All right, let's go. Ahead. <laughs> oh, wait, we have to. Bye. Bye. No, we're not done with the celebrity gossip mysteries yet. Let's solve this one. Okay. Uh, you you might have read it last week, but let's confirm it today. It went so well last time this actress from the iconic role was with her ex and all his serial cheating mm-hmm. that she decided to try it again, hoping for a better result. That would be Jennifer Aniston and Justin Thoreau. Well, it's good mm-hmm. to know that that was confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that we were on our game that day. Way to go. So it went so well the last time Jennifer Aniston reunited with Justin Thoreau, her ex, that she decided to try it again and hope for a better result. (sighs) I'm so curious by this because this was the subject of more than one blind item. And they were not seen together. But what was the... They were at that dinner... Oh, is that what you were... Okay, go ahead. No, no, no. Uh, They were together at a dinner with Howard Stern. Apparently, it was like the first time he had had dinner since uh, COVID, essentially. But then there was Gone outside. He'd eaten dinner, just not at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The first time he'd eaten dinner at a restaurant with other people since uh, COVID. And um, there was also this like weird rumor that like his wife was cheating. Right, with... Justin Theroux. That's right. That's yeah. right. I'd forgotten about that blind item too. That one just seemed less plausible, but uh, this plot, this particular blind item, seems plausible in that, you know, I mean, if you've got a previous relationship with someone, in this case Jennifer Aniston mm-hmm. and Justin Theroux, it's not beyond the pale to think that they might irrationally think it's worth another go. Like we've all done things all like that yeah. before, yeah. right? Yeah, stars. They're, They're just, just like us. us. Lots more money, honor, and privilege. Mm-hmm. Oh, 
Yeah. <laughs> Here's another celebrity gossip mystery that Colleen and Bradley, you also may have discussed last week, but is now being revealed today. NT Lawyer wonders if this actress offspring of an actress offspring of an actress knows her significant other had a foursome in a South American country a few weeks ago. Whoa. Whoa. So it was the the daughter of the daughter of the thing that ha- or the actress that had the affair. Well, no, she didn't have the affair. Her but boyfriend, her significant God. other, or had her significant the foursome <sighs> in a South American country that a few weeks like a ago. Lot. Yeah, there's a lot of parts. The only like child of a child of a actor is that like a that Carrie Fisher's daughter. What's her Billy name? Lord? Yeah. Then I was thinking like an an apple, like an apple Peltro. That's not her last name. Okay. Then I would think. But apple you're Martin. in the neighborhood. I'm in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. Okay. That somebody in this is in that neighborhood of Apple Martin. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Does like. Oh, no. Who else would that be? Right. Oh, 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 oh. Dakota Johnson. Oh, who's she with, though? Well, Apple's daddy. Chris Martin? Yes. <gasps> wow, that is shocking. Okay, fill in the blank, and then I'll tell you why I find that to be very shocking. So, NT Lawyer wonders if Dakota Johnson knows that her significant other, Chris Martin, had a foursome in a South American country a few weeks ago. So, when... I feel like after they broke up, and I don't remember if it was Gwyneth that brought this up or if it was Chris Martin who said this in an interview, that basically she was like one of his first sexual experiences. Mm. Gwyneth was. Yeah. And that he had not been somebody who had, had, a, had a lot of opportunities to experience yeah. sexual a little naive, stuff. Perhaps. So I'm not, well, no, I suppose that then in that case, it doesn't really surprise me. You know, that wouldn't surprise you because you're saying, yeah, that he's catching up for old time or lost time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wow. For old time's sake. Wow. Old time's sake. Yeah. Wow. That's just a lot. (sighs) That just feels like a lot to pay attention to. And I'm not trying to be judgy. I'm just saying like, I don't have that kind of, I need to stay very focused on only one or two things at the same time. Yeah, four is a lot. That's a lot. I'm just, I, you know, I, I'd be the person like I'm just gonna, I'm gonna hang out over here in the corner with some chips. Y'all go enjoy yourself, and uh, yeah, but you'd be in the corner with some chips, like scrolling through Twitter. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, looking at recipes for the yes. weekend. Yeah, <laughs> doing. It's grocery shopping list. Ooh, if you find an apple crisp recipe, let me know. Yeah. Mm, lovely. <laughs> Will do. Uh, here's another celebrity gossip mystery. Let's uh, stay with the sexy theme. This permanent A-list singer has not had sex with her boyfriend in several years. She hires him companionship. <gasps> per- Did you say A-list singer? Yeah. Boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Permanent A-list singer. They've been together for years. Uh, I believe so. Okay. It's not Madonna. No, it's not. And by all means, it seems like um, I can see headlines with the two of them uh, out and about this summer. So they are still together. I wasn't sure if they were still together. But yes, it seems like they are. Wow. Okay. Do we know him? We only know him through her. 
and she is the permanent A-list singer. It's is it Taylor Swift? No. Permanent A-list singer. Like what decade are we talking? A lot of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. like Barbara? <laughs> no. <laughs> Like Cher? I didn't. Is she dating somebody? I don't think so. No. <laughs> okay. Um, I can try to give you a hint. I do your best. <laughs> oh, Mariah, Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Who's she with? Brian Tanaka. Oh, oh that's yeah! right. Yeah. So, the dancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So apparently, Mariah Carey and Brian Tanaka have not had relations in years, <laughs> and Mariah Carey provides Brian Tanaka with some companionship. You know, okay. to take care of well, his needs. Whatever he floats your boat. Yeah. You know. Or his. Yeah. Apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why wow. are we floating boats? I want to know where that comes from. Anyway, no, I mean, you know, good honor. Yeah. Or or not on her. Or not. <laughs> I think is more the case. <laughs> good not honor. Uh, thank you, Holly, for those blind items. Uh, when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show, move over body language experts. There's oh. a new expert in town. Fun. And I'm going to tell you what kind of expert it is. And I'm going to tell you what they have to say about Brunchen. That's Giselle Bunchen and Tom Brady after this on My Talk 1071. Oh, thank you, Holly. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My Touch. My Touch? My touch? No. Well, my no, talk. No. We're not doing my touch radio. <laughs> Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. Uh, move over body language experts because there's Speaking of a touch. new, exactly. There's a new expert in town. Uh, do you want to know what kind? There's a new expert in town. Yeah, who is it? Social media experts. Oh, okay. That would be all of us? I but would sure. imagine, but no, don't worry about it. Um, Fox, what does this mean? Fox News unleashed their digital department on the Tom Brady Giselle Bunchen relationship Oy. and uh they they analyzed what their social media outlook says about their relationship meaning like how they use social media <laughs> yes and how they interact with each other in social media. What, they get Karnak the Magnificent it's, on the beat? Come on. Well, no? I will say Funny. at least there's some like rationale here, like thinly veiled though it may be. Like, you know, like if they're never interacting with each other's social media account, you could imagine that means something. I don't know. Okay, so let's let's let me tell you what kinds of things they uncovered sure. in their analysis. Right. Okay. Um, so the first thing you need to know is that both of them have a combined following of over... Millions? 31 million people. Okay. Yeah, that doesn't surprise me. Now, they have been known in the past to share their love in pictures and uh, in, you know, verbal expressions on their social media. (laughs) Okay. However, that has shifted according to the, the Fox News Digital Department. Okay. Uh, beginning on August 22nd, when both he and Giselle, so both Tom Brady and Giselle Bunchen, posted for his son's 15th birthday. And I believe that, that, that they're talking about his son, I think it's Jack, that he shares with Bridget Moynihan. Okay. Um, in that time, uh, Tom Brady has posted 23 times. And Giselle has only liked two of his posts. The most recent being August 28th, which means Giselle has liked Tom Brady's posts only 8.7 
percent of the eight point seven percent of the time. Okay. Now you'd like to look at the other side, wouldn't sure. you? Sure. Okay. Sure. Tom Brady has posted fifteen times to his Instagram in the same period. Period. And Giselle has liked his posts eighty percent of the time. Oh, so he's a D bag. Is that the implication I'm supposed I don't to get? Really Is that the know, analysis? I don't really know what we're supposed to get from this. Okay, well, but how about this? Okay. Since August 22nd, Giselle has only posted once, and Brady liked that post. However, I don't... You know what? Who cares? <laughs> Listen, this is what this... Let me get to their well, analysis. apparently you do. Well, because the rest of it is just like, I mean, are we doing this? But we are doing this. And you know people do this. Because I'm not going to lie. I've done it. When I find out that some people that we know maybe are splitting up, like, uh-huh. I will go back to their social media and be like, did we see this coming? Okay, maybe in your real life. But, like, can I just point out the obvious here? They're, they're not controlling their own social media. Well, so, like, I wouldn't take much by this at all like if it was you know barb and and fred down the street and like they had a habit of constantly commenting on each other's stuff and then within the last couple months they haven't i've actually seen this in my own life where people who posted all the time in a relationship stopped and then people i've heard people say like is there something going on Mm. because they don't comment blah 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 and i'm like okay well that at least there's like a a rationale there in this case, I just wonder, like, is that like a drop in in activity that used to be there? Or is this just like a by nature of the people that are running their social media accounts? Like, there's no impetus for them to, like, interact. I do think that you do bring up an in- interesting point, which is how the people who are running their social media represent them at any given time. And whether or not that even that isn't under any of their control, right? Like we've seen this happen before when we've had conversations about other couples, like take, for example, uh, Jessica Beale and Justin Timberlake. Yeah. There were stories upon stories upon stories about him liking something she posted or her liking something he posted as though it told us something about our their relationship, but we know good and well that neither of them are running their own social media. Yep. So that is very much a part of their their PR department trying to tell a story and then sharing that with the tabloids and it could so that they share the story yeah exactly I was going to say so like it could tell a story but that story could tell us nothing more than that their social media is trying to create a narrative that mm-hmm. doesn't mean it re- is reflecting the real narrative but if you take the bait in this particular case you're falling into the trap that. don't master this uh, particular <laughs> bait um, because. Uh, oh, I forgot where bait. I was going. Yeah. yeah, like it just creates an opportunity for the audience to react. So if you find yourself reacting, well, then kudos. You've now You're, all that yeah. says is that they were successful at their out or you know their goals. But that doesn't mean that their goal was a true reflection of what's actually going on inside the relationship. Well, would you no like- more than you could walk down the street and judge a person's, you know, like. Like, oh, that person must not be doing well because their grass is overgrown. Mm-hmm. I mean, or maybe they're out of town. Right. I don't know. Right. Or maybe they are recovering from major surgery or, you know. Or like, they're just a bad neighbor and they don't cut their grass on time. Yeah. Or maybe they're on, like, maybe, maybe they're, they've extended no November. Nope. That's <laughs> not what it's called. 
It was no uh, mow May. It was May. Okay. We weren't supposed to mow our right. lawns in May. Uh, do you? But see now, to your point though, Bradley, you would think that the social media department at a major news outlet would be able to f- solve for X in that regard, right? Well, unless X is like we need attention on our website. True. Well, let me get to their analysis. Oh, okay. Okay. Quote, this is according to a social media expert. Yeah, actually, this one is uh, this one is okay. This is celebrity divorce attorney Chris Melcher. What? I don't know what he had to do with anything. He wasn't analyzing this. Deciphering intent from someone's lack of social media posting is like reading tea leaves. Still, the decision not to post sends a message. Uh, with so much interest in Tom and Giselle's relationship, they may be taking a social media break to avoid the risk of sending mixed messages or escalating any conflict between them. It is more than just remaining out of the public view. Going quiet on social media is recommended when settlement negotiations are underway, as one wrong post can spoil everything. Okay. So then- I mean, that again is like saying... The fact that the person, the patient is breathing tells a tale. Right? Yeah, it just tells us that they're breathing. So, basically what happened here is the social media experts, by the way, had to defer to divorce attorneys, who then deferred to nobody, because the bottom line is none of this means nobody a hill of beans. Anything. You're yeah. welcome. Yeah, we still don't know what's really going on. God I, forbid they would tell us. I don't, I don't even care anymore. You know what I do care about? What?! Uh, make us jealous. Who saw Lizzo last night? Oh, 651-641-1071. Did you go to the concert? No. Or, 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 did you see her at a restaurant? No. 651-641-1071. If you did, we know Bradley didn't. We want to hear from you. Did you see Lizzo? Give us a call. For nine years, a dangerous man terrorized women, breaking into homes and raping his victims before killing a brilliant young scientist in 1998. The more the victims resisted, the more violent he became. Then he suddenly stops, leaving police with a lot of clues and one unknown subject. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me for Unknown Subject, season three of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast series. Search American Nightmare podcast on all podcast platforms today.